Welcome to the Kevin and Fred Show, brought to you by Fred Weaver and myself, Kevin Kaufman. We are realtors in Phoenix, Arizona, helping other realtors sell more real estate, learn more, think bigger, and dive into some of the industry's most important topics through interviews and industry headlines. We are a proud member of the Industry Syndicate family of Real Estate and Mortgage Podcast, and I hope you'll enjoy the show. Today's episode is brought to you by Kevin and Fred's community at EXP Realty. Learn why over 1,000 real estate agents joined EXP Realty last week. Join us for an informational webinar this Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific time. Register at intro to exprealty.com. All right, guys, welcome back to the Kevin and Fred show. And today I'm really excited for this episode. Joined by Matt Wagner. Matt, the, he's the owner and founder of Radio and Television Experts, uh, sometimes referred to as Rate. Uh, works with so many great minds in the real estate space. Matt, how you doing today, man? Man, um, fabulous, uh, Kevin. I really, I when I saw what you're doing, I wanted to be a part of it, and I'm just privileged that uh, I can share the same mic with you and with so many of the great people you've been bringing on the podcast. Thank you. Awesome, man. Well, I, you know, I, I'm I'm glad to have this conversation because uh, you know a lot of the folks I've had on the podcast are friends of yours, clients of yours, you know, just people that you know as well throughout the industry. Uh, and you and I have kind of, you know, I've known you through other people and we've run into each other a few times. So I'm really glad to be able to sit down and just do this and, and pick your brain. Why don't, let's start here if we could for the listener that maybe isn't aware of what radio and television experts is, although, man, that sounds really obvious now that I asked that question out loud, could you maybe give us what's like the, the two minute elevator pitch on what, what is it that you, that you do, uh, in this space? No, it's a, it's a great question. I mean, the fact is, I was a, I grew up in Chicago, and I grew up loving radio. I, I grew up at, from a very young age, learning how can how radio had that connection uh, with people. And so I, I worked a lot of different gigs. I worked in the radio business for a lot of years. And then one day, it was actually in Phoenix, in your hometown, um, there where I actually, Jay Kinder, uh, who was one of my clients, he was one of 60 clients I was working with at a radio station when Clear Channel was still Clear Channel. And he doubled his business because I simply did for him what I knew was the right thing to do on radio. He doubled his business and, he, and I just joked with him. I said, how could I clone you by 30? And he said, you should come with me to this Craig Proctor conference in Phoenix, Arizona. So we go to this conference, Brian Moses on stage, interviews Jay, Jay says how he doubled his business. Next thing I know, as you know what happens in the real estate world, oh, yeah. you know, you find out something hot and new, you start getting inundated with business cards of do this for me. And I began to realize in short order that there was really nobody that on a big scale was educating realtors on how to use radio the right way. It's not like postcards where you can just dump a hundred, po you know, a thousand postcards and you get 1% back. It's different every single city every single person, it really has to be customized. And so now fast forward, you know, 17 years, you know, we help people figure out in their local market, what are the best options available on radio and TV? Is it even right for you in that market? And then if there are great opportunities that are available, what's the best place to use your radio and TV dollars to build listings? Buyers look at online at homes, listing 
people who are mindful of listings will find the right agent to list their home. So that's really what we do is we, our whole goal is to create listing opportunities for our agents to grow their business. That's awesome. And so you've been now, so you've been doing this. So did it take, was it right after that, that um, experience with Jay that you decided to turn this, that into kind of its, its full-blown like business business uh, as I guess now, what now is, is known as rate. Yeah, it took about, it took a couple months. I mean, obviously you don't just leave a company, right? I mean, that was in the spring. And then I started, the wheels started going in my head. Okay. How would I do this? How would I structure this? And so it was very bare bones to start with. I mean, like I think me and like an accounting person, you know, and then progressively it's grown. And now we've got a 40 person team that really handles things on a much, much deeper level uh, for people that where it's been as necessity, right? I mean, as you realize all the little intricacies and details that go into this, now we've built a team of specialists that really can hone in on and focus on things. That's so, awesome. Yeah, I, I would say about maybe six months after that, then I, and I decided to leave radio permanently and launch this agency. I had about 10 clients at the time, and now you know we're about 200. Awesome. So you mentioned something in kind of your, uh, where you were explaining what, what you do, and, and you and I were talking a little bit off air about it too, around, you know, there's, there's, in some cases, there's, you know, there's things that you, sh- you should be on air with and that you should be doing. And, and, you know, you probably run into people all the time that shouldn't be doing that. Um, maybe shouldn't be on air. Tell me, how do you know if someone's, I guess, right for radio or television when it comes to their marketing? And that's a great question because it's not like um, a lot of advertising, like for, you know, billboards or, you know, um, MLS postings or whatnot. Radio is a really interesting animal. There's got to be several factors that come into play. You know, number one, in a major market, for example, you got to know, could you, could you handle more business? First of all, do you, if, if I'll use the analogy of a restaurant, right? Like everybody knows one of their buddies that does great ribs. You could probably think of someone off the top of your head, right? For but sure. if that person on the 10 o'clock news or on a local radio station said, hey, I can make the best ribs in town. Could you handle a line out the door that's coming to you, right? You know, and, and years ago, it used to be that if you ran an ad, you pick up people would write down a phone number, they would dial it and call and call you. Today, the internet's changed all that. You know, now you've got to be able to have the right website. You've got to be able to have the right Google presence. You've got to be able to make sure that when people do their homework on you, you've got good reviews. All there's other elements now that radio is the tease, a website is a C is a please. And then having someone to follow up on the leads is really the C's, right? You've got to be able to have the right elements of a website to capture the business that comes in. You got to have the right team to make sure you don't miss a phone call. Because I mean, look, if you don't reply to somebody in in a short order, they're going to move on to somebody else. So you've got to have all those right elements in place. So back to the restaurant analogy, if you have a restaurant that you open up, but if the cook is waiting tables or the cook's got to be the host, I mean, that almost sounds silly, but with it, with, with real estate, most people operate as a solo operator. Yeah. If you, you've got to have a team in place to be able to handle the leads that come in. And that's, that's one of the first and foremost things. Then that was, and that was 10 years ago, I would say that. Now you've also got to look at your own local landscape. Are you also competing against iBuyers? Are you competing against other agents on the air? What is the general 
person looking at or listening to, can you compete against that? And if you can't give something of more value, then you're better off fishing in a pond that no one's fishing in and going after that group of people and working it that way. And that's some of the things that we initially discuss when people ask us. And I know it's weird because some people think, oh, that's not what I want to hear. Why won't you sell me? Well, I'd rather, we've built a reputation and I don't want to just let someone throw money away and look at them six months later and go, sorry, that I just can't do business that way. I never have and I never will. Yeah, you know, one thing I've noticed about you just from, uh, and we've never worked together, you know, just for, for clarification, um, is that, you know, especially in this, probably not especially, I'm sure it's all industries, but in this business, things can be very transactional instead of relational. What I've noticed of your clients that many of them I'm friends with uh, and, you know, in different mastermind groups with it, there, there appears to be, there appears to be a relationship and, and a community that, that you've built with inside of that, which is something that I think is really cool and, ha, ha, you know, interests me for sure too, because I think that's the key. That's probably the key to having lasted number one, as long as you have and, and been able to continue to grow your business. So um, I think that's, that's a really important part. Um, back to going back a, a few minutes, the analogy of like the, the chef that also waits the tables and is the host and, but the, I mean, the reality is, is that sounds silly, but that's the way many, if not most real estate operators operate, right? They, they do operate that way. And so again, if you're going to have a line around the corner, you, you can't, you can't be the chef and the, and the waiter and the host for sure. Nope. It's, it, it's very true. I mean, cause that, cause otherwise what happens is you could spend the money and then you self-destruct it. If you, and the worst thing that could happen to a restaurant, I remember Barry Sanders had a restaurant. No, not Barry Sanders. It was Barry Switzer opened up a restaurant in Oklahoma and the service was horrible and they were out of business in three months. You don't yeah. get a second chance to make a first impression. And when you have that and you can't follow up on leads that come in, that's worse because now the reputation spreads and it's harder to overcome that. I would agree. That's that's actually worse than not having the leads, um, you know, because once you do that damage, it's, it's just, it's over. Like you can't, it's really hard to undo that damage where you can always go out and generate more leads. You can go find more business in the future, but to undo some damage that's been done is, is nearly, if not all the way impossible. So, so tell me about, man, so you and I are recording this. It's, it's February 17th, 2021. And I mean, just think about the last year has been so weird if we could use that word, it, you know, it's been a big change for most of the world. Um, tell me about the landscape of your business these days and kind of what are some of the things that you're seeing uh, both within, you know, radio and television experts, but just kind of in the landscape of real estate and maybe even just advertising because it's changed a lot. It's a great point. I, I look at it as a unique year. And I think what happened was we've been projecting change. We're like, this is coming or this is going to become important. Well, last year it became important. And I think sometimes some change evolves. Last year it was forced like, okay, now you have to follow up with your database. Now you have to be a resource. Now you have to get your website in order. Now you have to do these things because when inventory tightens up, the people that were already had systems in place that already had relationships that were already doing all those important elements, they got stronger. And we had so many agents last year that had record years. And it, I, I'm not gonna take all the credit for that. I mean, but the fact is that they were out there. 
people saw the marketing and they realized that they're still in business. But what we made a special focus on was making sure that, you know, whereas, you know, maybe guaranteed sales, I know many of our agents have used, that may not necessarily on the surface be what you lead with. We became a resource. Like the more in this time right now, educating the consumer has never been more important. Consumer sellers about yeah. are confused right now. They don't know what end is up. So number one, being able to use TV and radio as a vehicle to educate has been very important. Then making sure the systems are in place is very important. Making sure you understand how Google works is very important because that's how people are, are, are operating today. So yeah. I think from those perspectives, like, and, and it's interesting, right? Last year, thank goodness, we had some really foundational pieces in place. We already, we launched several talk shows last year. Uh, we, we already had like a Barbara Corcoran TV endorsement. We tweaked that. She did a beautiful COVID message. We also did Zoom spots with her, with our agents talking. That's, that's how people do business today. So we adapted to that. We were able to get Gary Lavox or Rascal Flats to do singing jingles for us to drive people to Google, right? We got him to do it because it was COVID. He had time off. He's off the road, right? We were able to get Sean Hanley to do what we looked like interview spots. So we took the elements that we had, we adapted, and we looked at the opportunity. And I think that's, and I would tell that to anybody right now, even during COVID, is wherever there's massive change, there's also massive opportunity. Yeah. And when you look for the opportunity, that's when you step in. And I also happen to think, I know you're EXP. I happen to think that's why so many people, why EXP grew last year was because people saw the opportunity that you could expand to a different area and not have to be in that same area. It's opportunity. And what does that mean? Looking for new ways. I think that's really what we did. And I think the agents that did that grew last year. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I'm not sure if you know Dave Savage, who owns a company called Mortgage Coach, but he's a friend of mine. And we were talking and um, he mentioned, you know, how like the, the thing is, and this was only a few months into, I say only, but only a few months into the COVID lockdowns. And we were talking about the fact is that one of the good things that had already come out of it is there's this like probably decades worth of technology adoption by the consumers, by the people in the world out of necessity, like just flat out we've had, we've had to do it. You see grandparents and grandkids on zooms with each other so they can stay connected. And that's obviously come through. You just mentioned EXP growing. That's been a big deal. I mean, that company has been, ver I mean, this is the thing I always laugh at. Glenn had this idea 11, almost 12 years ago now to have a virtual brokerage. And in 2020, it seemed like it was a timely message. And I'm like, this guy thought, this guy thought of this so long ago, uh, talk about the foresight. And so, yeah, things do adapt and they're constantly changing. So with that in mind, let me ask you this. You, you mentioned last year was unique or the last year has been unique. I hope that's right. Cause that, that means hopefully that things aren't so similar going forward. Well, if you, and I'm not asking you to crystal ball it for me, but like, what are the things you're starting to think about now into the future in 2021 and beyond for, for your clients in, in the industry? And, and what are the things that you, I guess, keep you up at night problems you're trying to solve uh, to help your clients' businesses grow? I think more than anything is, is really making sure that agents are communicating with, with people, getting back to people. On yeah. Time. I think also making sure that 
that their website is properly, that they're really looking at analytics, not just phone calls. I still think that sometimes we look at, well, how many phone calls did I get last month? Well, you know, really it's, it's looking at Google Analytics, look, knowing what your bounce rate is on your website, knowing how many unique visitors you're getting. Are you giving people enough that they can consume and respond? I think being able to make sure that that's, because some people may look at that as an excuse as to why lead gen is down, but I see it more as you have to adapt. And I think that's being able to make sure that that is followed up on, that agents give that enough of a priority. Because sometimes we just get so consumed in the day-to-day -day transaction business that we forget to look at certain elements of our business where there might be a hole in the boat, there might be water gushing through. And we think, oh, I just, I can't look at that right now. I've got to worry about, you know, getting the next deal and yeah. realizing that that little hole in the boat could mean many more deals in the future. I think yeah, that yeah. more than anything is just really making sure that things are buttoned up and tightened up. Yeah. One thing you said earlier too, that really stuck out to me. And, you know, you, you're talking about like, Hey, you could, you could be on radio, you could be on TV. Um, and you got to have this amazing, you've got to be able to follow up with those leads. You've got to have that website. Um, and, it used to be you could do you could really get away you could have a wildly successful business with one of those three things right you didn't have to have an amazing website that sucked people in and made them want to stay there you didn't have to have you know that you know you, you could do if you had like say an amazing call to action on your direct mail or on your radio or your television like that would actually be enough but in this day and age it's no longer enough like you have to you really you've got to have it all buttoned up otherwise you're going to be uh, you're going to be spending a lot of money that you're not capturing a return for. No, absolutely. I, I'd say one of the most valuable partners that we earned last year um, was being able to have partners with Google um, to understand how Google operates. Because just think, I mean, one bad website, you know, or, or not showing the right website or not being placed properly. One mistake like that, and as someone who's searching for you at that given moment all of a sudden is lost. Yeah. And well, so can we, can we talk about that a little bit more? So you mentioned, absolutely. so new partner in Google and, and kind of really digging into that stuff. Tell, tell me more about that. So it sounds to me like you've really brought in this, the, the Google side of things and, and website side of things into, uh, into the, what you're doing with your clients. Tell me, tell me more about the partnership with Google and some of the things that you're doing. Obviously nothing that, that you can't share, but obviously <laughs> anything that you can share publicly, like, tell, you know, tell me about that. Well, I, I think just the understanding how the consumer journey is, I think. And, and that's one of the very, very first things I talk about with somebody that went, when we first interview is, and it's funny, the first, whenever I hear that expression calls are down, the first thing that I do is I play consumer. I take off my hat as the radio and TV guy, I forget about my history in real estate. I just look at, okay, let me grab my phone, not my computer, let me grab my phone. 90% of people use Google on their phone. So is, the, is it Google friendly? Can I see a site? Can I contact somebody? It's amazing to see how many people don't have a phone number at the top of their website. Like, I wanna call you. I don't wanna just, you know, search for your number. It, you gotta make the pathway easy. And e there's even rate clients worked with for, for over a, a decade that I'll still tell them, look, 
you know, um, I, I'll, I'll give you this example. So there's a company about how important these little checks are, right? So there was actually a building in New York City when 9-11 happened. There's only one building that actually had electrical power that came on. Why was that? They've got backup data, backup generator. There was one guy, his job once a month was to check the, 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 the backup power. It was a 10 minute check, but every month faithfully, they did that. Well, what happens? Now, when the power goes out in New York City, nobody saw it coming. The one with the backup generator that was on, their power was on. They still had it. One little exercise. So just checking every month, there should be someone on the team that is checking the pathway to say, if I'm a consumer and I want to Google search Kevin Kaufman, if I, I type in Kevin's name, what website comes up on my phone? Can I easily call it? You know, can I, can I do my homework on you? How many reviews do you have? If I'm doing my, people are doing their homework now in other industries. I mean, what I did even launch, and this isn't common, this is, I could share this easily. Like first thing I did last mastermind we had a year and a half ago, I made everybody pull out their phones. I said, I want you to look at offerpad.com. Just look at it on your phone. Look at it. Is it easy to read? Is it easy to understand what they do? And is it easy for you to fill out a form? Yes. That's why they're grabbing market share, right? Okay. Now I could have simply said, look at your own phone, but you know what agents do. They go to the website that they know they yeah. have, right? I said, ask the person next to you to Google search the name they see on your tag. You saw like heads like drop down. Oh, like, yeah. oh my word, right? Because sometimes we, we know ourselves, we think our system is working right, but we stop playing consumer. And we got to remember the consumer doesn't care. The consumer just wants simple info. They want to know who are you? What do you do? Why can I trust you? And how can I get a hold of you? And if you can't provide those four answers in, in a matter of seconds, they're, they're moving on. That's why people don't want to look at their bounce rate. Because they've looked at their bounce rate on their website, they throw up. Yeah. You just like, I just want to point something out here for the listener. Uh, in, and just for myself, in the last two minutes, you just delivered a masterclass on the real estate business and probably, I mean, just business in general. And I hope that we go back and re and review that. I know I'm going to, I just wrote down quite a few notes of myself, just uh, that I'm literally going to go do my homework on uh, now. So thank, thank you for sharing that. Matt, before, let's do this, before we start wrapping up here, um, what, like, what haven't I asked you about yourself or about your, your business or the people you work with that, that I should have so far? Yeah. I mean, just what we do to make someone stand out. I mean, and if, and if they're a good candidate, I mean, if there's a number of different ways to skin a cat and there's a number of ways to succeed and someone might say, oh yeah, I know someone that used rate in my market 10 years ago. Right. Right. What happened 10 years ago is not, even what happened last year, there, there's, I'd love to say that, oh, we make, and we, we have a lot, and you know a lot of our clients, right? I mean, oh yeah, we, we've helped a lot of people have great success. And usually one of the, a, a smart person will ask, okay, who didn't this work for and why? Well, I can tell you, 
Um, you know, if there's a number of elements, we're not, we're not the magic pill. We're a really good drugstore, and we can give the prescription, but someone still has to take the prescription. Yeah, they still have to take it. There's still some th- elements that they've got to do. And some people, they're just too overwhelmed with their business. They're too consumed that they don't take the necessary steps to implement the suggestions that work. So just because you might know someone that tried this in the past, it doesn't matter. Like every, there's, there's, there's new things that are happening every week, every month, we're getting smarter and smarter. And, you know, look, if you listen and implement, it can work. If you don't make excuses, yeah, it's going to be a struggle. I, that's about what how simply I could put it. But I think that, and then just, we're, we'll be honest with you. I don't need the business. I know it sounds weird, but I love home runs. I've got an addiction. There's something about, love that. I still get a high when I see somebody like tripled or, or quadrupled their business because it created more jobs. It created more fun. I mean, I, I'm blessed every morning to wake up in an industry that is virtually recession-proof. And we've got the biggest influencers right now in media. I mean, Rush Limbaugh died today. I mean, I, right when we started this, yeah. I saw that. Sean Hannity is the most li- now the most listened to personality on radio. And the thing that we have the opportunity to work with him, and we've worked with him for over a decade, that we can get people him talking about people on the air, that's pretty cool. Rascal Flatts created 21 number one hits. And we got Gary Lavox singing our agents' names, doing jingles for them. That's cool, right? Or creating a talk show for somebody or finding that good local talent. I've seen so much change in this last year during COVID with radio personalities that change happens daily. And you know, to be able to adapt to that, to know how to pivot right now on radio, there's never been more of an, of an opportunity for the right people, but you've got to be open to opportunity and willing to listen, willing to trust. Because if you do, there's a lot of money that can be made, a lot of opportunity. And, you know, Barbara Corker, and I mean, now six, almost seven years we've been working with her. What started as a TV commercial has now evolved into digital media ads. It's resulted into, you know, listing videos that we create. It's opened up a lot of more opportunities. So don't be close-minded to think, oh, I already know about them. Change, last year, some people fear change. I love change. I love being challenged to pivot and come up with new ideas because when you're challenged, you get better, not bitter. That's choice. Yeah, I love that. Well, so um, you, it's funny because that was going to be the one of my, like the final question was was uh, encapsulated in what, in what you just said. So let me ask you this. For someone who wants to reach out or learn more about what you do, what's the best way for somebody to do, to do that? Real easy, go to radio, four words, radio and spelled out, televisionexperts.com. I'm gonna ask you to go there anyway, because there's a video that tells a little more about us. There's also testimonials from agents you probably know within the industry already. Everyone on that website are active clients. I don't dig up names from 10 years ago. Everybody is active, growing, happy, and you know what? Just check it out and, and then fill out a form. Tell me a little more about you. Be open-minded to an interview. I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to hard sell you. I don't think that, you know, what I've learned is when you got to hard sell somebody, you got to hard sell them to stay. Yeah. And if it's a good fit, 
it's a great fit. If not, you know what? We may work together down the road too. You know, I'll, one last example, and I'll, I know we were wrapping up on time. Rob Dukansky now, you know, almost he's, I think he was number one in Remax all of last year. When I first met him, I turned him down. First met him, I said, you're not ready. You're doing, he's doing about 120 transactions, about 750,000 in GCI. I said, you're about to take on Monmouth County, one of the biggest areas in New Jersey. You got to build up a team. You got to get your website in order. You got to get these things. And then it's expensive. It's like eight grand a month. Well, four months later, he was ready. He got like 46 inquiries his first day. Like it went crazy for him, but he had the team. Even then he goes, I don't, I thought I could handle it. I had the team ready to handle it, but he was able to find the team, was able to grow it. And last year, I think he did um, over 2000 transactions that were 15 million GCI. I still can't even comprehend that, but there was layers, right? It yeah. doesn't happen overnight, but it happens with layers. So I would say, you know, look, I, I love people. I love talking to people. And if nothing else, sharing what's working for other people, even if it's not radio and TV, I enjoy the conversation. That's awesome. Guys, check them out. Radio and television experts.com. We'll link to that in the show notes, of course. And Matt, thank you for taking the time to, uh, to chat with me and, and the audience today. And I look forward to you and I connecting again soon. I love it, Kevin. Anytime, my friend, keep a, keep giving back to the industry like you are. Absolutely. We'll do. And uh, we'll talk, we'll talk soon. Everyone have a great day. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks. Today's episode is brought to you by Kevin and Fred's community at eXp Realty. Learn why over 1,000 real estate agents joined eXp Realty last week. Join us for an informational webinar this Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific time. Register at intro to eXprealty.com.